Welcome to Splunk Talk, the Splunk podcast that is all Splunk and no junk. I am your co-host Birch here with co-host Hal, <laughs> and 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 you added the word co in there, and you—I mean, I—I I knew it was coming, but it threw me off because it's not what I we know. usually say. You can just we, say we talked about the fact that we we've like devolved into me my word choice almost sounding like like Hal was not of equal co-hosting. Just just roll with it. Whatever feels natural to you. Yeah. Just roll with it. Yeah. You you, you doing, feel Birch? Na- you feel natural to me. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. We are back um, live streaming, which is new. Yeah. I mean, and we the have podcast a, is new, but the live streaming part is. The live stream is definitely new. And um, so we dropped an episode uh, November 6th. This is going to be episode either, I think, 13 or 14 or. 13 or 27 or whatever. 20, I counting. 205, depending on. So we if have we can nine get. from cough <laughs> yeah. that we'll drop in the feed. So we'll number it yeah. later. So we'll get fix it, it in yeah. post. We'll we have editors now. Yeah. yeah. We're like rolling in cash money. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was listening to like our, I was organizing our files and I was listening to our first episode of oh, season never two. Do never do that. And uh, boy, the audio quality changed. Who'd think yeah. a, who would think that this does not compare with this? Yeah. I mean, it was a good, good purchase. That microphone there. Yes. What yeah. is that microphone? I don't remember. This? Yes, the microphone. This? this. The microphone. The microphone. um, This microphone, not that they're a sponsor. This microphone is a Focusrite Scarlet 2. Awesome. Okay. Studio. Um, Speaking of microphone, one of the mouthpieces of our company is our Splunk for Good organization. You like that segue? I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah. And... um, and so that's actually uh, our guest for today. We're going to have them on in a few minutes. Uh, we'll have Ryan O'Connor and Chris Chan. Um, and we'll learn all about not only the timely things that are going on and, and what Splunk for Good is doing with that, but just um, even broaching all of the good conversations that are for Splunk and for us. Uh, but before we get into any of that, Hal, how are you doing? And what is your background today? The question um, everyone wants to know. <laughs> well, um, first of all, I want to mention that there's 18 people in the stream. That's kind of neat and new. I mean, this is, we, we did the live stream thing at Conf, and that was exciting. And it was all around the big corporate event, you know, and so forth. And um, I've been wanting to do live stream for the podcast for a while. So now, cool. There's like people here. Hello, people. Oh, they must have subscribed to the tw- the Twitch and oh, crap. get the what notify. I know too. I know a couple of them. Yeah, they you know. might have, which is the whole point. Um, you asked me a question about my background. How how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I think that um, I'm very glad that it's Friday. I, yeah. I mean, basically every Friday for the past eleven months or whatever, or you know, eight months, whatever. Man, Friday is like so glad, so happy that it's here. When it's not Friday, do you ah. feel like you have a case of the Mondays? Well, sometimes it's. I mean, and I play that song fairly often. Um, Manic Mondays? Uh, uh, no, not that one. The other one. The Cure. Uh, bl- uh, Blue Monday. No, not that one. The yeah, Cure? Blue Monday. Really? Uh, covered, yeah, covered later in the right. 90s. Okay. Um, I'll have to look it up later because I don't believe you, but that's fine. How does it feel to treat me like you do? 
you know, I'm going to just move past this because I, f- I feel like I can't really go as deep as you. Oh, that's sorry. That's new order. Okay. So I am right and you're wrong. <laughs> Always. But what? It, what <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. The point is. Um, we can't say the name. We can't okay. say the name of the band that covered it, though. Okay. It's it's not work appropriate. Okay. For everyone listening in, for the one person who is sitting in an office right now, listening on this with speakers. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, for the the background right now, I've got two different chat windows, and some people are typing in the in the green room chat, and there is a public chat, y'all. So, feel oh free yeah, to type over there. I'm talking about my our producers. Our producers. Our producers. Anyway, are, anyway. So my background, yes, somebody yes. did guess it. Uh, it's from Mad Max, the um, the the remake, which was awesome. I mean, did you see that movie? I mean, it was, uh, what, two, three years ago now? I think I did. I, I also saw the Charlize Theron one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, with I saw the other and, one. Um, and Bane. You will uh, see this movie when I tell you you can see this movie. See, I didn't even know that you had a uh, what's the same impression? Bra- what what is that guy's name? Is it Tom? Bane. You just said Bane. Yeah, I know. You 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 got the reference correct. Oh. I can't remember the name of the actor. Well, I think trying to remember that'll just become the bane of our existence. So, what else is going on? <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. You no, know, I've we... been thinking a lot about DSP lately. Um, data stream processor. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, that's, that's one of the products that yeah, it's Splunk. I'm talking about the day job. Yeah, well, I mean, we got into junk and now we're back on Splunk, so that's yeah. good. Well, we can. We probably want to get to our guests here before the you know the the top of the next hour. Uh, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I mean, same kind of thing, you know. Uh, that's boring. Been been trying to take some. Uh, oh, lately, to be, to be honest, you're like my nine year old. It's like, hey, how was school? Did you do anything? What's going on? Nothing. You know, okay. I, I'm I'm going to take nine as a compliment for my age <laughs> and maturity. Usually I get lower. Um, I've actually been uh, working with an integration in Splunk, an in integration into another system that we use. So um, I've been very happy uh, playing around and writing some Splunk searches lately. Uh, blew off the, the cover on my SPL, if you will. The dust went boop, 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 boop. SPL yeah. one or SPL two? Oh, Ooh. The did Uno. you know that that was a thing? I'm I, serious. Did you know that that was a thing? I did know because, as you know, um, we both uh, overlapped on our work in DSP, and DSP is is one of the offerings that uses SPL two. Well, I mean, I make no assumptions for whether you comprehend what's in a meeting that you're in or not. I mean, and you should <laughs> feel the same way about me, to be honest. <laughs> did did we just? Uh, uh, reveal that say the have... quiet part out loud. That, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Look, so if, you're in a, secretly... if you're in a group meeting, if you're and I sit is... there and I go like this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if your camera is off, you know people are are most likely multitasking. It's the the larger the meeting, that's that's how that works. Uh, now, when do you fold your meeting, laundry? Because that's when I fold my laundry. Yeah, I mean that's a good time to fold laundry for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't fold I haven't folded laundry in I don't know many years. Wow. <laughs> Lord. Well, I, I hope you do the laundry even if you don't fold it. There's laundry does get done. Um, okay, good. One of the people that does the laundry is in the chat right now. Um, oh, actually. okay. Well, enough about airing our dirty laundry. <laughs> should we should we, we bring should in probably our... get to our guests? Yes. Um, I guess something having we to do with 
data. Good data. Excellent Good data. And here they come. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Chris Chan and Ryan O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, Ryan O'Connor. <laughs> All right. Welcome. So, sorry, Chris. Ryan didn't know that he's supposed to reciprocate the applause back to you. <laughs> this is just how, that's how it usually goes. Yeah. yeah. It's very asymmetric. I, I'm Ryan's uh, biggest fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, you guys have a really nice green room. You guys give like free drinks and like nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, this is mm-hmm. amazing. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 We want to make our guests comfortable. Yeah. yeah. We want you to feel like you're, you know, Mikasa es su casa. <laughs> at a distance, at, at you know, very, very far distance. Where are you guys based, by the way? So I'm um, I'm over in Connecticut, East Coast. Not oh, uh, where in Connecticut? Uh, southeastern, like Mystic. Oh, I'm like yeah. 30 minutes away from you, dude. Hmm. Wait, really? oh, we've talked about this before. I think what street. I, I don't know you're that close though. Where Where do you live? Uh, I I will. Uh, I'm in the Greater New York City area, and uh, I see. Although, although I got you to reveal where you are in public on recording, I will not do the same. It's fine. <laughs> are we not doxing people this this podcast? Yeah, can you can you paste a, a Google Maps link in the chat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll paste the lat lawn uh, at the end of the call. So <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome, Ryan. Uh, Chris, where are you based? I'm based here in Santa Clara. I'm about a mile from our Santana Row Splunk office, so very convenient. Okay, cool. Yeah, very convenient, except yeah. for the last six months. <laughs> hey, can't can't complain about the commute either way, pre-pandemic or post. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. So, have you been to the Winchester House? I have not. Um, it's right there. Why don't, why don't you explain what is the Winchester House? I've never been. I one mean, of, I know. One of you explain. I've I've heard stories. I've seen it from the Splunk office across the street. Yeah. My Do you know understanding is the inventor of the Winchester rifle, e.g., the the gun that won the West. Uh, their estate was there, and uh, I believe the the widow, wife, the widow, yeah, was, the was widow. very superstitious and believed that like they have to keep building and building to avoid evil spirits or something like that. I think so. Uh, I think the there's a movie recently that they actually filmed there uh, called Winchester. Uh, so it was filmed there, <laughs> but I heard it like I think, had stairs to nowhere and things like that. Yeah, it, I mean, it always made me think that. of like when a little kid is building something out of Legos and they just like keep adding on blocks. Like when you look at the house, it just looks like rooms were just like bolted on. Oh, yeah. I guess I was offensive. We lost Chris. We, we lost <laughs> Chris. Chris is out of here. <laughs> yeah, Brian, how long have you been with Splunk? Uh, I've been with Splunk for two years, and. Two years. But I feel like I've been loitering around uh, Splunk for a long time. <laughs> so how is that? G- give us, yeah, tell us your origin story. Sure. Your orange, <laughs> your orange story. Uh, I, w- I was a customer back in 2010, um, and oh, that's yeah, from- that goes way back, actually. That's that's uh, that's Splunk like three. Vintage. I don't think it had a UI when I first started using it. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so then I worked for a couple of partners and then eventually found my way onto the emerging products advisory team at Splunk. And now I work on Splunk for Good as a senior engineering manager. So helping out with our in te- uh, impact technology program. 
Awesome. Yeah. We will dig into all of those aspects, but let's uh, get a little bit of the same from Chris first. Yeah. You want what's your story? what's your origin origin story? Origin story. You're gonna have to learn how to pronounce that word, Birch. I I like saying it wrong, and I can't pronounce it wrong correctly. You be you. Your orange story. Uh, yeah, so I'm a lead engineer on the mobile team at Splunk, or the uh, Connect Experiences team. I uh, work on uh, iOS and Android. I'm currently working as product management there. Uh, I think my paths crossed with Ryan because he was on the Emerging Technologies group, and so mobile at the time, I think two years ago, um, was definitely Emerging Tech. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, I work under Jesse Chor, who was a guest of yours, I think, during conference. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I work under him. Uh, before that, Jesse and I came from Yahoo. We worked on a bunch of mobile apps there, including Yahoo Finance. Uh, so we try and bring some of that consumer tech goodness and design over to Splunk as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, one, one thing about Ryan is that we have a, why we get along so well is that we have a mutual love of soup dumplings. Um, okay. Yeah. Ryan, tell us about soup dumplings for those of our viewers that don't know what they are. <laughs> they're, they're my one true love is all I can say. <laughs> I, that's, that's my answer. So like if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, probably soup mm -hmm. dumplings. So yeah. now you're from the North. You're from the West coast. I'm from the South. Dumplings has a specific meaning to me, and it's chicken and chicken and not chicken and chicken and chicken and dumplings. Mm. Does that have any relationship whatsoever to what you're talking about? Um, I, I'm a big fan of soup dumplings, which is just wild. I didn't I didn't even know about these until probably a year ago. There, it's actually soup inside of a dumpling. Oh, okay. This is something. Yeah, I've had that. You like bite into it, it and it yeah. pours into your mouth. Huh. Yeah, and if it's too hot, it just burns everything. Everyone yeah. burns everything. It's yeah. an adult, an adult version of gushers. Yeah, pretty much. That's a really good analogy, and they're safe. Horrible and sweet. <laughs> this is really horrible. I'm not sure that I've. But the, and the, so, the, if the I understand correctly, where the best ones come from, Splunk for Good. Your mission is to um, protect the world from burning their mouths on soup dumplings. Did I get that right? You got it. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was your public service announcement brought to you by Splunk for Good. So who does want to uh, lay out the mission of Splunk for Good? Do we go yeah, to I mean, I, that one? <laughs> I see Chris is pointing really at the air. Yeah. <laughs> so I can at least talk a little bit about our uh, <laughs> our impact technology program. So that's that's where where I work. And yeah, we are. We're really focused on you know using data to drive impact, essentially. Um, so, what that means is really just helping out. Uh, let's see, veterans, uh, nonprofits, higher education, via our Splunk Pledge program. So we donate um, free licenses and training to all of the uh, aforementioned <laughs> groups. So, so veterans, higher, uh, higher education, and nonprofits. So give them a 10 gigabyte license and then access to fundamentals one and two. And so from there, you know, the hope is that they can use Splunk to solve some of the really unique um, problems that, that they have or that they're, you know, trying to solve. And um, some examples like at Compass here, we, we talked about Compassion International a lot. And so they're doing some really awesome stuff with Splunk. So 
Yeah. So we're talking so, about, you know, at the high level, highest level here, you know, it's the charity outreach organization. Uh, it's a part of Splunk. And um, y'all have done some cool programs in um, over the past several years. What are, What's the one that you focused on uh, this year? Or probably a yeah. couple, but what have y'all been really focused on lately? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One of our one of our big projects this year was around uh, COVID nineteen, actually. So. Oh, I'm um, sorry. What What is this thing that you speak of? I haven't heard of it. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we we started that back in January. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, Which, I, I interpreted that as like, oh yeah, we started COVID nineteen back in January. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Yeah, we're, 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 not. Oh, it's not, we're not laughing. We're not laughing about it yet because we're all still locked at home. Gotcha. Too, too soon, man. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. too uh, soon. Because we're not done with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we sort of. Well, by that I mean we started working with the data back in January, um, in partnership with our global security team, and you know I started building dashboards on COVID nineteen when there was a couple hundred cases, and so it's just. Uh, Shocking to see the number of cases there are now, and those dashboards are still around. You know, so the same same stacked column chart that I've been looking at for the last uh, you know ten months or so. So, so. I, I got some some tech tech questions. Like, um, wh- where what's our data feed? Like, what's that connection like for uh, for the COVID data? Yeah, so we're we're actually utilizing um, uh, uh, data from John Hopkins University. Okay. Um, so it's it's all publicly available data. Um, do, do they yeah. have like a REST API or something, or drop a CSV? Like, how are we? Yeah, they they post their data up on GitHub, and there's there's a couple other sources that we're utilizing as well that are oh. made publicly available there. So, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, we had to do some, and I've actually used this technique a couple times, like writing these TAs that actually pull down sub-modules um, from GitHub and things like that. So it's kind of, it's, it's a unique problem that I never had to solve before until I started doing some of this public dashboarding stuff. So, so like like a regular, like almost like a mod input, like something that just goes and downloads the the data from their GitHub entry. Uh, and yeah, exactly. You can index it. So if, yep. if you don't mind, I want to redirect us for a moment here and, and yeah. point out that people that are familiar with Splunk, especially Splunk Enterprise, know that you cannot take uh, your Splunk dashboards and just snap your fingers and now they're on the internet shared with the world. Sure. So there was a lot of stuff that had to happen before you could start doing much of anything public. Can you talk yeah. about that for a few minutes? Make public how you made it public. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, actually, I don't even know if I touched on that in this uh, stream, but when I talk about the COVID-19 dashboards, uh, we did, we started working internally with our global security team. We eventually decided that this was kind of data that we should disseminate further. Like it's it's public information that people should be made aware of, basically. So, of public interest. Of public yeah. interest. <laughs> I mean, I've been wanting us to do something like this for quite a long time, and the technology wasn't there, at least you know, with our native platform. So, what did you guys whip up? Yeah, yeah. We so we open uh, we open source the projects. Um, I have to give uh, Siegfried Kupauer uh, a lot of credit there. He's uh, he's kind of the you know, the original creator of this dashboard publisher, at least one of them that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's the brains behind the operation. I, I kind of went around in the in Slack and said, "Hey, anyone have any info on uh, <laughs> making public dashboards?" And he reached out, and we've been working together all year. You know, 
So that, that was one aspect where we did like our, our web dashboards. Um, and we, we can probably paste that link into a chat, I think, maybe. And, um, and so when we're talking about good. public dashboards, like we're saying you don't have to go and log in, right? Like these dashboards are, are just, you go to the site and you're, you're in Splunk looking at these dashboards. Exactly. Is that something customers can do on their own environment? Like can they just toggle something off and automatically be prompted to log in? Or is this like a custom thing we did because we have the people that wrote the darn thing? <laughs> um, yeah, good question. It, it is not anything you can just toggle on in your environment today, um, but it is a, an open source project with a readme file and um, things like that. And there, there's even a conf talk that we did on this this year. So we we did open source it, and then at the same time, you know, we did a conf talk. Gave, there's a video demo in there. So all, all the bits you need to do this. Um, essentially, it's we're kind of making use of the Splunk REST API. You know, pulling back. Um, dashboard definitions, and then um, publishing them via a Next.js app. So, okay, so let's let's break this down a little bit. We'll we'll spend a couple minutes, and then then get to you. I know you've got another project you want to talk about, but yeah. Dashpub is is the one the the link that I dropped uh, in the chat there. So, yep. where do you start? Do you start by making something in Splunk Enterprise with data that's in Splunk Enterprise, or is this separate from that? Oh, great question. Yeah, that's exactly where you start. Yep, so so use your um, Splunk Enterprise installation today. And we have a new, so this is actually based on the new dashboard framework, so Splunk Enterprise Dashboards Beta. Have, have you guys mm -hmm. tried that out yet? I have. I we, we've talked about it a couple times has. on here, right? It's yeah. It's going to eventually come out of beta. I'm excited to be a part of that project in a small way. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Do you make any cool dashboards on there yet that it, you want to talk no, about it? Or... Oh, I like dashboards. I like dashboards. <laughs> and we'll show a demo here in a little bit as well. Um, okay, so you start with Splunk Enterprise. You've got a recent version that's got support for the dashboard, uh, the universal dashboard framework. And then what? What do you do with Dashpub? Because I know the, the output of those dashboards, uh, or rather the framework itself, that is React.js, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh. Yeah. Yep. So, so basically, from so from there, like you have your kind of dashboards created. You can mm -hmm. install Dashpub. Um, you know, there's instructions on how to initialize it and everything, but it's going to ask for your Splunk D URL. You know, so your this is REST API, so we're talking, you know, management port things like that. Um, so you'll have to have some kind of user that can log in, and it'll. You know, from there, it should be pretty much a walkthrough. And I can give a video demo of that if you want to, like, check it out. Probably easier to just show than uh <laughs> Yeah, and when you log in, what what's your password? Oh, um, hold on. Let me put that in chat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Change me, right? Change me? Change me, yeah. <laughs> or one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, I'm Mel Brooks reference. <laughs> so how long wanna... did that... Did that answer your question? Sure. Yeah. Well, so I mean, do we, we want to do the demo, or do we want to roll to the other? Yeah, well, I got the demo. Then, then we could go ahead and do that now. Yeah. Although why don't, why don't we get that ready? Quite a bit. I, yeah. Uh, and, and then just to connect the dots here, so Ryan, you've got you've got these dashboards and everything, and and Chris, have, am I correct in that like you have accelerated this consumption of these dashboards in the mobile world? given what you were saying about your mobile background? Is that your piece in the puzzle here? Yeah, so uh, 
Yeah, so I think uh, maybe it's in February or so, Ryan reached out and said, hey, we got these uh, dashboards coming out. Um, it's definitely of public interest. And how do we roll these out for mobile as well? Because like, that's a pretty convenient way of consuming this, whether it's on uh, you know, Splunk TV, like on smart TVs, um, or on our mobile devices or tablets and that sort of thing, right? So we want to address other form factors. Uh, so... Yeah, we, we talked about it in February, I think. And then I think, uh, was it the lockdown happens in mid-March? And March, then, March 13th, Friday the 13th. And we're recording this on a... Friday 14th? 5? 15? <laughs> <laughs> Just queued that up for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know totally what day. Totally that softball. Totally that softball. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we basically uh, gathered a team together to start working on it. I think basically the day after the lockdown and our mobile team in three weeks got something out the door pretty much. Uh, and I would say while it was a lot of hard work, it was definitely a way to just rally people together. It's like, okay, like there's all this uncertainty, what the heck is going on? People are nervous and worried about the future, but when you can work on a project with purpose like this, it really kind of pulled the team together and it really helped our team figure out, okay, how do we work remotely? Because like our whole team, like we're all on the same floor in Santana Row. Uh, we had to figure it all on the fly. So uh, you know, huge kudos to the mobile team or uh, you know, just unifying together and just getting this thing out so fast. Um, so there some seems of the to be something like really funny about um, hearing someone from the mobile team be like, "We weren't used to working mobile." <laughs> Like you would think, like you'd be the most proficient at it. You're you're on the try coding on this. <laughs> well, it's funny you, when you when you were saying like, and we all we all started working on it. Somehow I got this visual in my mind of of like almost like a surgery, like an operating room with a bunch of engineers all leaning over and like working on a phone, <laughs> like they're playing Operation. And I'm like, that's not how development works. What is going on in my brains? <laughs> You're you're on that team, right? You're you're yeah. or are you on the Splunk for Good team? I'm on the Splunk Mobile team, so okay, uh, yeah. So I, I roll under uh, Jesse Chor, head of mobile. Ryan rolls under legal for some reason. Don't know why, but he does. Splunk for Good so, is. Uh, I'm under Android, uh, Android or iOS, Chris. Uh, I probably manage both. So you know, let, let's let's be honest. You've pinged me a couple times before for some feedback, but yeah, I think. I, I think I it's both. interesting how how I have, I... I have an Android Pixel right here. I've got my iPhone. I've got everything on my desk. All right, all right. You get half credit. I, I love all my children equally. Okay, <laughs> that's that's an okay answer. Thank you. It, it, right. We want a six out of ten. So, um, but yeah, one one of the tests that we had to figure out was uh, you know, if all of a sudden we had thousands of people trying to hit our Splunk instance at once, it would just melt down, right? Mm -hmm. Or we'd have to scale up a huge thing. So we basically took the idea of the exporter that Ryan had and built one for mobile because uh, uh, the objects that we have are mobile data objects are a little bit different than the ones that consume for web. And then we cache that data onto a CDN. Okay. Um, because the data doesn't update all that frequently. Uh, Ryan, what's our update rate? Is like... Uh, I'm not even going to uh, get it wrong, <laughs> spitballing here, but, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, but let's say an hour, every hour, maybe every couple hours. So, you yeah, know, it's something around there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's not a lot of value in running these SPL queries live, right? So what we did was basically, okay, like we would uh, run the data set, uh, get the results, and then cache it. 
And then also because we have things like form inputs, we actually have to run like every different permutation just cache those results. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering so, about that. Yeah, oh. so it's kind of like a hack, but what that allows us to do is just pre-cache these data sets. And as you select things on the mobile, you just grab the right data set and not have to run these queries live. Um, so yeah. so every time, like whereas on a traditional, or, or typically the behavior would be every time you change a form input, it reruns the search, it reruns all the panels. You're yeah. saying... Uh, we actually ran all the permutations and did the caching mm -hmm. because the underlying data set isn't like streaming data that's coming in and, and would change. Right. Yep. And we, we that... tackled the same. We had to do, it's just funny that we had, we kind of both tackled these problems separately in a, in a sense. Like we had done our publishing beforehand and Chris was doing it on mobile and we both kept bumping into like, oh yeah, like these are the same things that we're <laughs> going to have to tackle. So, <laughs> you know. What do they call oh. that par parallel evolution, where two animals create the same evolutionary trait, but through different means? <laughs> you just blew my mind. <laughs> so we've got Ryan's screen up here, and yeah. I know you brought something to show. Yeah, so I just, I, this was a, again, people should definitely check out our conf talk because it's more thorough, but um, dev one dev one six six five b So the good thing about conf is here, right, we can go back and look at that's my favorite stormtrooper, by the way. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> um, yeah, but we can, is that true that we can go back and look at anyone's comp talk for the last, at least this year? For years, actually. Last three years. years. Online, we'll have a link in the chat here momentarily. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, awesome. Okay. So yeah, well, 1665B, return your blaster for inspection. <laughs> have you seen the Mandalorian, by the way, or oh, is that just me? Uh, you're in good company. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, but let's not talk season two just yet. Not until. Okay. Nope. Nope. But, but I was going to say, you guys have like a proper show now because you have a guest with like a movie clip that they brought on and like he's setting it up. So you guys are like super legit now. Yeah. 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 Roll the tape. Yeah. Let's roll the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Who uses tape anymore? Anyway, we're being quiet. Like it's going to play audio. It's not going <laughs> to <Yeah>. play audio. <laughs> In a time. Yeah. If you haven't seen the new dashboard framework, that's, that's what this is. So these are. That's a Splunk dashboard that, that just showed up, which is pretty cool. So I, I think we, uh, I have to interrupt. So is your server named Boba, like Boba Fett? <laughs> uh, I think it's more like Boba, you know, uh, like tea? Like milk tea. Oh, um, I'm disappointed because <laughs> my all of my servers in my lab are named after Star Wars things. So all the indexers no, are planets. So I don't own this server, and I don't know if uh, Siegfried is in chat, but it's his server, so it's it's up it's up in the air, right? It could be T or uh, Bounty Hunter. Let's believe it's Bounty Hunter. All right, <laughs> resume tape. No, no, let, let's have the audience in chat vote what they think it is. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like that. yeah. But you have to use an emoticon of either the T or Boba Fett. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we basically, like I said, this is going to kind of prompt you. Like, what do you want this? Project name to be the folder name, and then yeah, it's going to connect into your Splunk instance, right? So um, hmm. yeah, and that's for using the password. So this is this is a good call out where uh, it is going to need to connect back to your Splunk instance to pull back data. So we just we made a user that kind of had really restricted rights and things like that, and that that's just something that you always need to think through when using the REST API. You know, least privilege and things like that. So, just one quick call out. 
And yeah, you can select which dashboards you actually want to uh, publish as part of this. Um, now, so, so is he doing this on the server that the Splunk instance is running on? Or, like, or is this on could, the search head or what? Yeah, you could do this from any server, realistically. It doesn't even need to be the same one as long as it has connectivity to uh, your Splunk environment. Ah, so it acts as a client or a proxy back to it. So you can instantiate a standalone instance to, to act as, okay. Yeah, so you could run it on the same box. That way you're not like opening up any ports, you know, to your hey, Splunk environment. Hey, don't tell hey. me what I can do. <laughs> uh, you do <laughs> this is the other thing that I'll mention is, I don't know if we actually show it on here, but but we do have an integration with Vercel, which is a CDN layer as well. So like Chris mentioned, they had to think through scale and we had to think through the same thing. So how do we get like thousands and thousands of people? So right here, I'm just showing like a, a basic Next.js app. But as you saw, if you you know go back, there's, there's the integration with Vercel as well. So we can, uh, um, yeah, we can basically publish it out to a CDN layer, and that, that's ultimately what's going on with like the, the COVID-19 dashboards and things like that, is all those users can hit it at the same time, because we're, we're publishing those data sources and stuff, um, like the dashboard definitions and everything, to the CDN layer, so. And yeah, basically we can, you know, you can live modify these things, and um, kind of what this demo is going through right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm a little off topic of the... Uh, but no, we don't <laughs> have to make it work. I mean, this is this was the best effort thing here, but can you show yeah. it, us what it looks like to that part of the video? Yes. Uh, so, actually, the, well, our, like, it looks like, like one of the dashboards. This actually is... It's running on localhost right now. Um, if you were to do what's, what we're doing in the next step here, I think I just basically skipped ahead when I was talking, but... Um, yeah, so actually I do show the Vercel integration. So if we actually do publish this to Vercel, uh, what will happen is um, you can create a project in Vercel, uh, and it'll actually spit you out like a URL that, that you can hit to view the, uh, the dashboard and everything. Um, so that, that link right there actually should still be up, but you know, public dashboard-demo.vercel.app. Those are UDF okay, dashboards. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Even though these don't look like maybe what you'd think of with like a simple XML dashboard. That would be the point. <laughs> new and the, improved, right? This is the new dashboard framework. Okay, so, so that was basically showing? the concept here yeah. of, okay, I've got a dashboard in Splunk. It's not the old school. This is the new school UDF dashboards where you can do pixel-perfect design and a lot of other fancy stuff. And exactly. then take Dashpub it connects to your Splunk Enterprise environment, pulls down what it needs, basically wraps up this into a kind of a standalone page, and then optionally yep. you can do some CDN stuff to publish it widely. Yeah. Can it's you do that again, but um, to the tune of uh, the Bone Song? The hip bone connects yeah. to the Versa. Oh. Versa connects to the yeah, like Splunk it. Enterprise. All right, before we run out of time, though, I, I did. You have a whole other project that we wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. I well, I mean, yeah, definitely. I so vote you. that we switch to that one. Okay. <laughs> I am sick Hooter. of this one. Not the video. <laughs> I'm going to let Chris wow. talk on this one. There's, there's some cool tech in there as well. Like, not just, we talk mobile, web, and there's some other stuff too. So, 
Split out. Cool. Do we have yeah. a demo for that, or can we shut? We can shut that the demo uh, screen off. Oh, I can shut the yeah demo is done. Oh, yeah. Right, you could you could just hit the dashboard on the the hub, I guess. Just show the audience it, and then we can. Oh yeah, we can post. While we it got it. Well, while we have it up, it's visually very beautiful. Shout out to our design team for uh, helping us out with this one. <laughs> Ooh. So, so this is our uh, election dashboard. So we, we spun this up two weeks ago. Now, Chris, I don't know. It was, it was a blur, right? Why? Is there an uh, election? Three, three, yeah, I guess there was something going on. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I was not aware. <laughs> of I just found out. I'm like, oh, that's happening? Okay. Yeah, I guess a f few of us were just biding our time. Hmm. Oh yikes! Do we believe that? No. Oh. Yep. That, I'm, that, getting, I'm getting odd. Yes, I'm getting I odd. Guess, yes. I guess that one doesn't trump the other jokes. Budgets. Yeah. See, I'm equal opportunity punished. Very good. Legal just gave the thumbs up, so we're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> these are yeah. These are all built. I mean, they're UDF dashboards in a sense. They're they're published to a CDN, but you could build all of these today in that new framework. So that was our. You know, we got this is this is Chris's kind of talking point right here that I'm uh, on, on the far right there, the mobile view. So, <laughs> let you talk about uh, like all the apps that we have that are connected to this and different ways to view this dashboard. Should yeah. Um, so you know, this this uh, experience was definitely a bit of a nail biter, shall we say? So people were perpetually, you know, looking at the results and all sort of things. So uh, definitely had a mobile experience around this. Um, if you look at our blog post as well, we also have a VR experience as well. Um, they could go out if you sign up for our VR beta. You can check that out as well. Uh, so, yeah, we just took uh, again. I've only seen it. I've seen what you did in the um, in the mobile app. It, for some reason, it escaped me that you had a, a you know a desktop version of this. I don't know why. Oh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> here we are. Surprise. <laughs> I will. I will look up the uh, the URL for that blog post. The Splunk in the election is that the name of it? Yes, that, that's yes. Right. We found it. Here we go. We're SEO wise, like really good. Like you look up Splunk and vote, it's like number one. So nice. Good job on the SEO team. Oh, hey, well done. No, I like this. All right, yeah. and, and there is a link uh, to the real for thing, uh, the real Splunk for good thing, right there. So y'all. Yeah, Ryan, you want to open up that uh, election link because I want to showcase the VR one because. Uh, I don't have a headset to show you, show you folks, but uh, you can kind of just open up that link as well. Yeah, question in chat about the uh, oh, shall we say the uh, the heritage of the data? How do you ensure the data is nonpartisan? Where does this data come from? Oh, the the data that's on here. Yeah. Well, what um, about the data? Is and the data. This data? Are we doing polls? You know what's going on here. Sure, sure. Yeah. So this, like, I'll talk to the polling one. That's most straightforward. Uh, we're using 538 as a source. So so 538 has, we showed a couple things in here, which is pretty cool. Um, the they... far right is, I mean, I learned a lot about polling just doing this dashboard, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, they, they keep individual polling results from every single poll. So we were showing just the last five. But if so you were to just... click on just yeah. to educate people, so okay, so first, five thirty-eight, uh, if I remember correctly, is almost like they have grown in credibility because it was like a data-driven approach on polling by taking aggregate of 
other polls. So they weren't necessarily conducting their own poll. Is that is that accurate? I think there's there's some I think they apply some discipline where there had not been discipline before. I think that's very fair to say. Okay. Yeah. They were the ones that were bringing some of the science into what has, you know, traditionally been a lot of people guessing. So at least you can kind of and and they do a great job to their credit of explaining what they're doing uh, in Mm -hmm. terms of statistics. And so I appreciate them for that without getting into any of the politics and how credible they may be. You know, I appreciate, you know, what they're bringing to the discussion. And then from a data feed perspective, is Ryan, is this another another one of those wonky GitHub solutions or a REST API? Like, how how are you spelunking it? You you betcha. You (laughs) betcha. Wow. I like that. They have a a GitHub. What's that? Bring out the old school. (laughs) That was was chosen eight, right? Is it chosen eight? Yeah. Yeah, wow. yes, yes so we McCann. Okay, can we uh, answer? Uh, so is it a REST API? I didn't know that they uh, even had that. Oh, no, yeah, it's it's GitHub as well. Yeah, I had okay. to do a similar kind of thing, which I'll tell you why it lends itself nicely is because people tend to store their, uh, their data in CSV files in GitHub repositories, and you can actually use a symlink to that CSV file, like in the lookups directory in an app. Oh, so that way so, you don't have to like create a connection per Yeah, se? There's, there's, there's no like indexing going on or anything. It's just like that lookup table is, as long as your script is running and doing that poll, then that lookup table is always up to date, which is cool. So yeah, so that's, that's the technique we went with. And Clever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I interrupted you. You were telling us, uh, you know, I think you were saying I I learned a lot about polls during this. And then uh, on the right hand of the screen, we have. (laughs) Yeah, just the latest latest polls. Um, This is the five. We did the five most recent, basically, that that 538 had. And they, you know, we included like their grade, like, like 538 actually grades these polls on a bunch of different criteria. And so that was just something that I learned through this is that oh. even though there's all these polls out there, that there's ones that are maybe more reputable, less reputable, things like that. Um, yeah. And, and that was kind of what I was getting to earlier was that, you know, there was no transparency or discussion of that. You, you, you could make a claim, but what does that mean? You yeah, know, my poll says you know. So there's a lot to it. Like I could um, go yeah. out there and just be like, okay, this is Birch's poll, and that sounds weird. I'm just gonna and like, <laughs> and, uh, and like, and then it, back in the day, it would have been like, well, we don't we don't know how credible this is or or isn't. So they're doing that, and then I guess I'm assuming some sort of weighted calculation. Yeah, yeah. So this this average this up top is like their their average score and that's based around all these individual polls that they're actually collecting data around, you know? So trying to bring some transparency to this data, um, let people, you know, make their own informed decisions and things like that. So that's what the staff board is about. Dumb, dumb question here. I mean, you, you, you kind of answered it, but I want to like big dig into a little bit. Like what are we bringing that has not been brought already by, you know, there's a bunch of different, companies and media institutions that that have dashboards um is there an angle to this not that's I, that actually came out wrong what makes this dashboard different from all other dashboards uh, kind, about kinda, the same kinda. information yeah this one allows us to learn that joe biden is a junior i did not know <laughs> that actually so thank you for that yeah. yeah um 
I'll say that that uh, obviously yes, there, there's some data that you're you're gonna find other places too. Um, like that's that's no secret or anything like that. We did try to bring some unique things. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at the, for example, national polling average um, table, and I see some callouts when specific events happened. That's interesting. Yep. That's giving some context that you might not see in every chart. Yeah. That will blow your mind. <laughs> so this was, we were using a, um, a website called, uh, I think it's the, I think it's called the election project. It, it's in the URL on the bottom of the screen. Um, but one interesting thing we were doing was, you know, daily, they're just posting, here's the number of ballots requested. Here's the number of early votes. We were actually collecting that over time. And so then we can actually use a modified version of our, our dash pub app to actually show this over time. So we can kind of play it back and see like, you know, That's, um, yeah. forth, what did, how many early votes were there, you know? And, and this so, is something that I don't think everybody appreciates that, you know, we think we mean the Splunk, the company, what we do here, you know, date, we're watching data, machine data, as it comes in over time, usually doing analysis as it comes in, that gives you the ability to do what you just said, which is to, you know, th think of things and what they were in a point of time, you know, look at trends over time, things like that. If you yep. go to random, you know, uh, you know, Atlanta Journal Constitution, I live in Georgia, you know, they might have a neat dashboard for what are the COVID statistics right now, but they're not, they're not putting at trends over time. It's not, they don't think about that necessarily. And that's what I, I think that's interesting that you just brought that up. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, like the early uh, total early votes cast, like we were super interested to see what that growth curve was over time. Like, was it accelerating? Was it going to decelerate? You could definitely see it kind of spike up as we got closer and closer to the day, right? So and then plateau, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry, were you saying that this time lapse rendering is this something in Splunk, or is this almost like the uh, web archive where like it's taking snapshots of this page over time and it's showing us that? Um. This is like the you're talking about like the slider bar at the top. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's like in addition to Dash Pub. So if you watch the Conf Talk, we talk about this a little bit. Like we. I'm sorry, I didn't do my homework. We did put a link in chat uh, in Twitch though for the uh, the dev. Was it one six six five B is the Conf Talk? Yeah, this is similar to what Chris was talking about, where we had to actually. So since we're on a CDN layer, we're actually, our searches are pulling back all permutations of the data. And this slider at the top, you can think of as like a custom form input that we built on top of our dash pub for this instance. And so what that's really doing is like selecting like, you know, time equals. Uh, it's exactly know. like what you said, Birch. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's snapshots of the page. It's not like rerunning the way back searches uh, or yeah, it's like the way back machine. Yep. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, yep. uh, we, there's a question here to define permutations for um, lay people. Uh, permute. Can you give us all the different permutations of the definition of per so permutations and combinations? Um, just being like, uh, if you go back to that that uh, that page there, think about like I have a dashboard, and in this context, permutations is like I have a dashboard, and there's different form inputs, and so. I could have the first input on or off. I could have the second one on or off. And so that means I could have both off. I could have both on. I could have one on, one off, one the other one off, the other one on. Um, and so all those different uh, potentials 
um, are what we would call a set of permutations. Is that fair? Yep. That's, so, yeah, that's kind of fair. Here's like a super concrete example because we were thinking about this. So imagine you want to see how many ballots were cast in your state. And we have a drop-down menu that says, you know, Alaska, uh, California, Texas, et cetera, right? So we would take all the Alaska results and just cache that first. Then all the California ones, cache that. Then Texas, et cetera. So we basically just capture all those data sets. And therefore, it's an exhaustive permutation through all the possible answers we would have. So Because someone could come to the dashboard and select any of the 50 states from mm -hmm. the drop-down actually mm -hmm. 50 plus, right? Because some of the territories do, no, there is no vote. I don't know. Uh, but, DC is going to be its own <laughs> thing. So this yeah, was yeah. a huge civic lesson for us. too. We're like, what's some of these weird quirks? <laughs> Why do they get one vote and this one doesn't? Because <laughs> yeah. they don't have senators, yes. but they have representatives, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your electoral votes are equal to the um, uh, representative districts plus the two senators that you have. Interesting. Okay. Can we get an answer for that? I think so. I, I'm getting a nod. I'm getting a nod. <laughs> Is there someone actually there? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, someone will correct us if we're wrong, and they'll tell us that we're horrible. Horrible. That's people. what chat's for. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you guys get actually? Do you guys get mean tweets? From well, we will now. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> because I would love to see an episode just Helen Birch reads mean tweets. <laughs> yeah, we could we could read in insults to each other that we yeah. that we received. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what 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 else do we have here within this domain election twenty twenty splunkforgood.com? We're looking at the time chart time lapse. We had. Um, Another one on the main page. Did, did the polling, and this was our, this was, well, actually, there's a couple other things kind of baked in there. But yeah, this was our, we had our sort of, when election day happened, dashboard. Yeah, what's that a map of? What what place is that? <laughs> Europe? Europe? You got me. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the U.S. And we did the 2016 results below that, just so people could kind of, you know, yeah, that's Take interesting. A look. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, th this was fun. This is uh, a lot of very small pie charts that I meticulously went through and put <laughs> over each state. <laughs> so. so if we have anyone listening from uh, uh, out of the U.S., uh, ME1 and 2 and, and NE, that, that's, uh, is that Nebraska? And, that's and that's Maine, Maine or... 1 and Maine 2. Yeah. Because uh, not because there's two different states, but because they've um, split their electoral vote distributions into different uh, portions, if you will. Yeah, and we only brought most of those out to the side because, uh, like, I live next to Rhode Island. Tiny, tiny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's it would cover all of Rhode Island for sure. <laughs> so yeah, so I want to hit so, a, a question in chat. Yeah, when will Splunk be able to do this type of dashboarding natively? That you is can actually, I mean, that's kind of what you're looking at. Now, this is a, a abstraction in front, but just to underline, we, we kind of talked a little bit at this earlier, but yeah, the new dashboard framework can do some pretty awesome stuff. Can it do this? Is this, you know, exact screen, you know, Ryan, can you do that in the, in the new uh, dashboard framework? Or, I mean, if, if you're talking about like the actual visuals on the dashboard, that can be done today. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, that, that's uh, I saw Ryan do it. 
live, so I can vouch for him. He's not making this up. It's not vaporware. I actually saw him like go in the editor because I'm like, hey, I need you to move this like four pixels that way. He did it. I'm like, okay, this is legit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Just got a crash course. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's that's uh yeah. I mean, I guess as the only functionality that's that's not there natively in our product today is the the actual publishing to a CDN layer. But mm -hmm. so we we did at least go through the effort of open sourcing what we did. So hopefully that's helpful to somebody. You know. Yeah, Ryan, can you scroll down really quick? Uh, yeah. Okay, Hal Birch, um, go put uh -oh. you guys on the spot. Yeah. You guys like ME1 more or ME2 more? Oh, come on. This is an apolitical uh, a session here. Uh, all, of my, all of my mains I love equally. Ah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of main. Yeah. Mains. Uh, um, no, Nebraska, like... on the other hand, you know, they, they can go screw themselves. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Nebraska. Just Nebraska won. Uh, so. <laughs> No, this is this is good stuff, and I'm I'm glad that we had the opportunity to kind of dig into, uh, oh oh mobile. So Chris, do you want to kind of how does this relate to what was done in mobile? I see mobile view right there. There's a, there's a QR code on that page. Yeah, if you scan that, and then uh, Ryan, is there any way you could pull up the Splunking the Vote blog post because we've got some nice uh, screenshots there as well. Um, possibly. Let's uh, I don't know if I have it. Um, yeah. I don't have the link over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's in private. Oh. Or is it street? Can I bring up StreamYard? Or... Yeah, let's just, can we just pause the, uh, the stream and I'll, it's I'll grab stream, it? Dude. It's a I live mean, stream, dude. Like... It's a live stream, yeah. Oh, gosh, it's live? <laughs> We're going to edit this? Oh, the things I've been saying. Let me just make sure it's the most recent. Whoa. Wow, that was trippy. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to avoid anyone having to see that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so if you scroll down, um, keep going down, you'll get some mobile screenshots there. Yeah, so uh, we've got this experience both on iOS and Android. And uh, they're very similar in terms of like the data that uh, Ryan was showing. Uh, we also just simplify some things, right? Because like, we don't have like a huge canvas to display on, right? But um, a lot of the same data that Ryan showed you uh, is available on mobile as well. Um, yeah, so we've got like the early voting stuff here. We've got uh, you know election day results. It's it's kind of all there. Um, if you scroll down a little bit further, uh, a little bit more, One of the real cool we are here. So uh, wow, this is just taking advantage of the huge canvas space layer in VR. Uh, and you could basically make almost like your own like CNN election war room there and put tons of panels up and view that uh, in real time as well. So uh, you can definitely sign up for that. And it works on, you know, Oculus Quest uh, and the Rift. So, uh, yeah, we, we built all this stuff in, again, not a lot of time. I think it was like two, three weeks. I had to get this all out pretty much. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because, like, you know, we're laying down the tracks as the APIs become available because it turns out, oh, election day, like how do we test those APIs until you get that data coming in? So, mm. uh, yeah. So this is the screen on, on the screen right now. Mm -hmm. These are what dashboard panels, I guess, would be the Splunk terminology to use here. 
Yep. Okay. And you're then able to place them in virtual space, you know, mm -hmm. whatever orientation you want. Yep, exactly. That's awesome. Now, it, is this in a an app of ours, or is this an extension off of, like, I've, I've only had experience with the, um, the Rift, where you have a room concept, and then there's things that you can pull into it? How, yeah. How does that, how do you yeah, start so this that? is the Splunk VR app, and inside the app, we have kind of like a home concept as well. Um, it turns out with like human cognition, it's actually really important that we have some kind of spatial anchor points and know where things are, like where, where, where do I find these dashboards? And so a home or physical space is a really good way to kind of anchor all that. So um, yeah, so we have kind of this nice like homeroom area and then you can place these dashboards where you want them. So uh, yeah, so download the app. <laughs> Are, I, you know, we haven't really done much um, on, on the VR topic is, and I haven't personally played with it, um, is like right now people can make dashboards in Splunk that are a layout of panels. Um, is the VR setup the same kind of thing or is it like, are you fixed in where things can be placed? It, it's so it renders simple, simple XML dashboards today. Oh. Yeah, which is nice. Um, and yeah, they're, you know, they load up and you can move them around, drag them. Like I, I put a video on, that's on LinkedIn the other day, but yeah, you can, you know, throw the panels up against the wall and <laughs> stretch them, make them bigger, zoom in. It's, it's, I've, I've got a it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So what, what was the name of Oh, how your, your audio uh, flattened out there. Did it? Yeah. Okay. This is the quietest I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> He's like well, whispering like a mouse. <laughs> can, can you really not hear me that well? Uh, it's 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 uh, just very 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 soft. We'll all be very library quiet, and you ask your question, and then we'll respond. Hmm. Okay. I don't remember what my question was now. Thanks. I think oh, the question oh, was, yeah. "What happened to my audio?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. You know, we're we're coming up on the on the last uh, the last few minutes here, so uh, I I think. We, we've covered. Well, why don't we go ahead and, and we can kill that feed and just see your beautiful faces, um, if uh, if that's possible. And then uh, yeah, while we I do that, oh, you remember your question? Yeah. What was the name of the blog post that you're oh. referencing now? Oh, the blog post. We scroll all the way up top. Um, it's called "Splunking the Election," so you can look that up on the Splog official blog. Um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. And Alan Birch, about our beautiful faces, we have to really give compliments to your uh, hair and makeup team. Like they were amazing to work with. Like the definition they will bring. Sometimes when volume, like amazing. Yeah, sometimes when when they work on our hair and uh, makeup, it it it's so natural. It feels like it's our own hands. I, I don't even feel that. Out to you and time, Ryan. Uh, which I mean, it's kind of obvious everybody looks at this picture, but. Um, Hal, you know what it sounds like? Your uh, your interface lost power. Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, your interface lost power is my favorite technology children's book. Um, so, you know, just, just ra wrapping up um, some of the things here, we talked uh, a lot about uh, uh, about the, the COVID data, about the election data. Um, you know, there was a question out there about um, is this something that people can do in other countries? And I, I, I think, you know, both both 
both all three of those things are connected because the reality is in all of this like and this is why i, I love this these products it's just data right it's just as long as you can get access to that data be it covid be it a u.s election be it other countries election the fun part of playing with splunk becomes just exploring it and um i know this sounds cheesy but like that's where the name spelunking got adopted was the idea of like you don't know necessarily what you're going to find. You're going to put that headlamp on that is the search box and just start exploring it and uncover some really cool things. And um, if I'm not mistaken, what, is it fair to say everything, all of the um, dashboards that we saw other than the virtual and the mobile were using the new unified uh, dashboard framework? Yeah, yeah. So, yep. So uh, Splunk Enterprise dashboards beta that's available on Splunk Base. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, they're... All, I all dropped the link like eight times in chat. So okay, sweet, <laughs> yeah. perfect. And I know some people that would, you know, yell at me if we didn't uh, put that link all over the place. So. Seriously, <laughs> go check it out. The dashboard beta application. It, it says beta in there. It's it's an open beta. It's very stable. It doesn't um, really. It, it's basically just an extra visualization layer on top of Splunk. It doesn't like you know affect your indexing tier or anything like that. Um, yeah. Seriously, go check it out. Um, there's some really and good stuff free, you can do right? with it. It is totally free, free, yes. Yep. Yep. And fat-free. Speaking not of yeah, actually. lunking and taking deep dives, I got to show us one thing, because uh, Ryan, I think, is like the world's most interesting man. So Ooh. we're working like really late at night, you know, looking at verifying our election data and stuff like that. And he says, okay, guys, I need to uh, peel off. I got to get up like really early in the morning to dive into the ocean. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, I got to gather some fish. And then I'm like, what is going on? So Ryan, like, like, tell us about that. Like, that was you're the world's most interesting splunker, at least. Yeah. Know? Is this one oh. of your, as we say, your million data points? It sounds like you just got baited. So, oh, uh, yeah, I just <laughs> this better this be one really one interesting. I, uh, I volunteer at a, uh, a local aquarium by my house, and I'm the a volunteer Norwalk one, uh, Mystic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I was uh, talking over you. Sorry. What do you do at the aquarium? I scuba dive and I clean exhibits. Um, no way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that is so, actually pretty cool. I was there this morning cleaning exhibits with a bunch of seals swimming all around me, and uh, it's it's a good time. <laughs> wow, I, I, I love aquariums, know. and uh, yeah, I didn't know it was like a volunteer thing. I did not know you were an uh, exhibitionist. Is that not what that, <laughs> is that what that word means? Oh, all right, never mind. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, what's that? Right. Are there things you can and can't do? Well, I'm like, what, what are the? Uh, you know, hey, I know how to scuba. What's step two there of learning to do this uh, little hobby of yours? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm actually, there's oh man, it's one of those sports or hobbies that can you can literally, you know, you dive, can dive really deep into it. Into it. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> well done. Yeah, I've done a lot though. I've I've scuba, I went scuba diving in Madagascar for a month. Um, yeah. So. Wow. I mean, I, I came up for air, obviously, during you know, so, but but I was in Madagascar for a month uh, volunteering. So. I know wow. Ryan knows this, but Hal and and Chris and or Chris, do you know what scuba stands for? Actually, believe it or not, I said the answer to this earlier today to uh, my children while we were in the car on the way to school. Really? Yeah. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Man, come on. 
Awesome. And does anyone uh, like where do you think I went to school? Duh. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do one more. Um, anyone know what Epcot stands for? Ah oh, man, I'm ashamed of this because I'm actually a bit of a Disney nerd. Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Okay. And that is the junk part that this podcast is not. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, anything uh, kind of calls to action, last words? Where do we want to send people as we kind of head into the end of the podcast? Chris, Brian, we've got a bunch of blog posts, a bunch of code for people to check out, uh, a Splunk app, um, a couple of uh, comp sessions. So actually, you, you guys came with a lot of material. That's actually pretty cool. It's like a treasure say, chest for I'll this. I'll be one. honest. I feel like I gave all of our viewers a bunch of homework on this one. Yeah, but, uh... seriously. <laughs> Oh, no. and Ryan is also a professor, so he he will ask you to submit your answers, and he will mark your midterm. So he's yeah, also a professor. Okay. Okay. And I'm a doctor. Grade everybody, everyone, all the viewers, I'm going to grade you on your uh, your homework after this. So, are are you a professor? I am actually. Yeah, yep. I'm an adjunct. Professor. <laughs> I I was an adjunct professor for for several years, actually, with a local university as well. So, and there's nice. a couple splunkers who've uh, who dabble in that. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel like I'm need to build a like, small I don't know, slack channel or some group around that because there's yep. a few of us around you know yeah what I, I think just um something that has been itching my brain this whole session where did you get that is that a t that t-shirt i've never what? seen our logo sprint printed on the front oh really yeah uh, uh the, the long sleeve is oh, that, long, is that sleeve? long sleeve long sleeve yeah yeah uh, long sleeve yep that's it yeah. okay. wearing it backwards <laughs> well, what if we said that and then he was like oh no <laughs> my pants too oh not again <laughs> that's why you don't get dressed in front I mean, of it's dark own. you know it's, yeah uh, look it's wait, new england it's getting dark here like four o'clock now you know <laughs> yeah so. i knew there was something mystic about it, that area yeah <laughs> Ryan, one more thing. Um, since you're industrialist too, what what is that thing in your background? This, uh, this green thing. Yeah, can tell us about that because that's got history. This, oh yeah, tell us, but tell us fast. Yes. Yeah, uh, this was actually a demo that was on stage at Conf uh, 2018. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a this is a rebuilt version of it. I, I pretty much ripped it off of uh, you know. See, I don't know, Devin and, and Jesse <laughs> took pictures of it and uh, rebuilt it over here on the East Coast um, for my job at the University of Connecticut, like as a as a faculty. So I wanted students to get a hands-on experience with Splunk AR. So oh, took all yeah. my pictures, got all the equipment, and rebuilt this bad boy. So <laughs> for oh, for wow. a future picture. You are a renaissance man. Well, now that I feel uh, insufficient as a human being with my talents compared to <laughs> yours. Um, no, this this was really great and really fun. Um, we do have to wrap up. Uh, uh, I have... I, I'm very glad that we got to, to pull this off. Um, we covered some really compelling topics, um, not only uh, COVID and the election, but also w really what we can do and what we're capable of. And um, now people can recognize Splunk for good and, and know to look out for these types of things and, and to really check out Splunk for Good and, and how we're helping data um, make a better world. Yeah, no, I and, appreciate and, you having us on. And, and to the to pointed uh, question in the chat, you know, 
could you just take this and apply it to other elections? Yeah, this is just data. Yeah, we just need data. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having us on. There's, there's, we want to do more cool projects like this in the future and everything. So um, hopefully, people watching reach out and and uh, yeah, no, we're always looking for cool topics to uh, do similar things. So cool. Well, uh, as always, you can uh, follow along with Splunk Talk. Check out splunktalk.com uh, to find our feeds. And other than that, Hal, any final thoughts? Nope. Just, uh, and I think actually uh, there is a Splunk for Good on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Oh, yeah. But, yeah so if you have ideas, maybe, for uh, what the Splunk for Good folks uh, should peek into next. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Splunk for Good at Splunk.com. Uh, Splunk for Good at, at, on Twitter. Yeah, we're, we're all over the place. So, <laughs> Or just find me, LinkedIn email, whatever. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Happy Thanks. Splunking. Thanks.